focusing on an emerging generation of kings. This morning we have an anointed man of God. Powerful. I'm privileged and honored to call him friend and brother, but I do not in any way get familiar with the grace of God upon his life. I've known him for over 20 years, but we became friends, like, I don't know, serious friends, like seven years ago. But I love him so much. He has such a rich oil, a terrific, fiery, trailblazing anointing upon his life. I call him the kingdom mobilizer. If you want to be mobilized and activated, he has a grace for activation. And he's going to be ministering today. He also ministers in Psalms. He's going to minister in chants and Psalms and declaration and prophecy and teaching and, and prayer. Just all the flavors that we love in this house. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me celebrate the founder, a senior pastor of Manifold International Church, president of Choice Souls Media, an innovative and dynamic leader communicator passionate anointed receive pastor gideon god hallelujah wow what happened to all of you it's easter weekend you should be with family eating some rice traveling Oh my God. Pastor Dami, you are raising a cult or some fraternity, but this is powerful. This is powerful. You know, we sing that song that there's an army rising up, but when it's time to do army activities, you know, everybody likes the song, but not everybody likes the discipline of being you know separated unto God and there's something about sacrifice yes. there's something about what this cost you yes. because some of you could have traveled you could have been anywhere you could have been you know hanging out somewhere but you chose to be in God's presence and the Bible says gather unto me those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. So every time you sacrifice, you hit covenant. Oh yeah. Every time you sacrifice, you enter into a new level of, you know, agreement, a new level of dimension in God. Sacrifice activates covenant. And so I want you to know that your being here today is, is producing something. We've lost the art of retreating because uh, your generation <laughs> I don't know which generation I am I'm somewhere in between but this generation you know sees church as another show sees church as somewhere where you know you need to we shop for church we, we go to the place where the lights are on the state of the art uh, you know technology is put to place, the, the music is good, you have to invite the, the right person and then so church has become uh, some kind of a performance and presentation and then people determine how far so we are we do not know 
to get in that place where we experience God beyond the show. Where we experience God beyond the presentation and performance. Where we can stay in God until we are rubbed off with his presence. Did you know that Moses didn't schedule to stay on the mountain for 40 days? He didn't say, now I'm going to the mountain. I'll be back in 40 days. He went to the mountain, journeying into God. By the time he hit a realm in God, it was 40 days. They that wait upon the Lord. Let's take three minutes praying the Holy Ghost. Journey into something this morning. Hallelujah.
Lord, give us grace to journey. To journey into you. To journey into you.
and comes down from that experience and they couldn't look at his face. He had journeyed into God. And you know, all of Israel could have come into that experience. Hey, hey. All of Israel could have come into that experience. Moses experienced a burning bush. He experienced a burning bush. Then he went on the strength of that burning bush experience and delivered three million people. The instruction was go bring them to worship me. In the same. Go bring these people. Let them experience the fire you experienced. So he brings them back. Brings them to that same place. By the time he came back, it was no more a burning bush. It was a burning mountain. Good enough. Burning bush for a human, for one. Burning mountain for a country. So all of them were supposed to enter into the same. Are you over there? Have the same encounter and even more than Moses had. But when they saw that whole mountain of fire, they said, <laughs> We are not in full time ministry. We are not in full-time ministry. I mean, I'm in the marketplace. You know, this thing is of the Pastor Dammies. It's of Joshua Seman for Pastor Gideon. We are, you know, you go, you go do it for us. Go, go retreat for us. Pastor, go and fast for us. So retreat is for pastors. Muka, the promise was, I want to make you a kingdom of priests. A civilization of Babalaos. That is even reducing you. A civilization of the highest order of priests. That's what he wants to make us. So his idea was bring these guys. Saturate them. Immerse them. In this fire. By the time they come out of it. All of the gods of Canaan. And the whole world won't be able to stand them. So they come and they said, Moses, Moses, don't worry. Moses, just go. So when one man enters into what was meant for three million people, that's why they couldn't look at his face. It was too much power for one man. It was too much glory. Glory was supposed to be privatized. But there's a generation rising. We will not leave retreats to pastors. We will not leave the spiritual work to pastors. We will not leave it to those called into the fivefold. Every one of us, we all, 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 we
Oh, 
of him. You didn't hear me. When you compare yourself with another, you, you rob us of a dimension of God. Oh, you didn't hear me. 
said when you compare yourself with another and you want to be like another you are robbing us of a dimension in God only you can access and deliver that's why you must take your journey into this immersion greatest undoing of Satan was the day of Pentecost because a man who walked as one man was now distributed into 120 by his spirit so he doesn't know which one is which you didn't hear me we are supposed to go <laughs> when he said greater works that's what he meant that's part of what he always said greater works shall ye do he was talking to a call are you listening to what I'm saying he was saying that right now I embody the Godhead. I embody the Holy Ghost. I am with you, but I will be in you. So if as one man, I, I, I terrorize Satan, greater works means greater works means that the 120 of you will turn the world upside down. If it's that same fashion we receive, daughter, if it's that same fashion of the Holy Ghost, changing our nation. I decree that out of this meeting uh, will rise up world changers. Out of this meeting will rise up men who will turn the world upside down for Jesus. And out of this meeting will rise up kings. The challenge is that you do not know who you are. The challenge is an identity issue. You will die like men, men because you do not know that you are God. How dare you compare yourself with an unbeliever? Do you know the life you carry? Do you know the, the definition and, 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 and the, the description of eternal life? You are a different species of mankind you wear the same hairdo with them but listen there's something different about you we must be immersed into this our God I don't have a title today I just came to pull you into this water you see when it is ankle deep you can touch the water with your leg I say I, I love this church it's really a nice church the pastor preaches really good uh, they everything their social media it's ankle deep ankle deep you can walk out of the water anytime ankle deep you 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 come into church and leave when you want to you clock in and clock out ankle deep ankle deep means nobody can mentor you nobody can tell you sit down and you sit down Akudip means once your time is over it doesn't matter what they are doing you are out Akudip means you identify with what you have not become Akudip you know our songs Akudip means you can you, we feel water when you step out we can feel a bit some water Ankudip. 
stay long enough, he will measure a thousand cubits. If you stay long enough, he will woo you. He will tell you there's a deeper place. He will tell you you can journey some more. So retreats like this actually measure out a thousand cubits. Retreat like this say, would you leave after one hour? Can you stay a little longer? Immersion is immersion. Immersion is not where you just touch it with your feet. No, I can't handle this retreat thing. I, 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 no, 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 no. You're still ankle deep. When it comes to the knee, yeah, somehow, somehow you are, you're there, but you're not there. We, we, you, 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 you've come to a level of commitment, but you know, at the knee level, there are things that you have not fully submitted to the master. When it gets to the waist, God is calling you. It's that place where you are halfway there. <laughs> when it comes to the waist, it's that place where God is saying, I want to, I want to bring you deeper. But the waist can't cut it. You see, when it comes to the waist, you, you, are, you struggle with God. Because you are halfway in. When, it, when it's at the waist, you know, you, 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 don't, you are not in the perfect will of God. You, you just stay with his permissive will. When you see that river in Ezekiel 47, must go past your ankle, your knee, your waist. Because all of these other dimensions, your head is still above water. You still have your own idea. You still have your own vision. You still have your own ideology, your culture, your village culture, your social media culture. Everything is still. Your head is still up. The flesh is still ruling. But you must come to the place where you are water with your head in water because this battle is a battle of the mind and until you lose your mind you can't tame the mind of Christ you didn't hear me until you are brainwashed so when your head is not in water you still talk Yoruba culture you still talk Igbo culture when your head is not in water Satan can still mess you up with the, with the memories of the past. When your head is not in water, Satan can still mess you up with the things you see, the, the, your senses. But when you come to a river like this, please, you need beyond ankle deep. You need beyond knee deep. You need beyond waist deep. I want 10 people who want to be, to be carried by this water to say Lord I'm ready say Lord I'm ready say Lord I submit to the river come on pray in the spirit right now submit to that river submit to that river submit to that river I'm talking about immersion submit to that river submit to that river and just get in here submit to that river 
Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Please sit if you can. God bless you. immersion process you go past the ankle, you go past the knees we're reading Ezekiel 47 and then you get to that place where there's a river that the Bible says one must swim <laughs> look at someone say you must swim in this river so um, it's not But I, I figure that, like I said, verse 5, Ezekiel 47, 5, and again he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross. <laughs> but if you're not immersed in that river, you can actually cross that river. Because the ultimate purpose of God is that uh, you become one with the river. You're not meant to cross the river. <laughs> you are meant to be carried by the river. So he says, again, he measured, he said uh, that I could not cross for the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. And the Lord began to say to me, it's, it's not just, um, it's a different kind of swimming. This kind of river, you don't necessarily, 
the kind of swimming here is not you swimming. Is the river carrying you? <laughs> Where are you swimming to? This river. The river is the river. The river is the agenda. The river, the river is God. God is not getting to the river. He wants to immerse into the river because the river is his spirit. And the earth shall be covered with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Do you, you get what I'm saying? You need to identify with the river. The river has no respect for you. You have to align with the river. It's about where the river is going to. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? So it's not the river you go and try to, you're trying to show us you can swim. No, no, no. Once you submit to that river, it carries you. So we don't know whether it's a river or you any longer. The next verse. He said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. O Ravashatalia. Go to verse. Okay, let's read verse 7. Go on. When I returned there along the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and the, on, and the other. Then he, said, then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes will live. That river is a life-giving current. It's a life-giving river. There will be a great multitude of fish because these waters go there. And they will be healed. And everything will live wherever the river goes. Kings, you are meant for the healing of the nations. When you, when you become one with that river, you heal the nations. So, but it begins with a commitment to get immersed. A commitment to journey with that river. Those who do ankle deep can never heal the nations. There is a price to pay. There is a journey to take. Did you hear what I said? So today I was just thinking and God just said, just, just, just go have a great time. Let's talk discipleship. Let's talk everything it takes to, 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 to make us into who God's calling us to be. So when Jesus said, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. By the way, anytime you hear about fish in the Bible, most times it's talking about multitudes of, of souls. It's talking about a great harvest of souls. God wants to make you into an influencer. So when he said, follow me, <laughs> when he said, follow me, he is calling you into a dimension you have never operated in before. So there's a call for disciples. Look at someone and say, are you a disciple? Or touch someone and say, are you a disciple? The difference between folks who show up in church and disciples is that some are fans and some are followers. A real follower of Jesus 
knows that it costs something, it's going to cost you everything. You can't give him your life and leave some parts of your life. It's a journey. If there's anything I want to emphasize today, I want to emphasize that you are you are in the you are in a making process, and I wanted to stay through that process. Your pastor is gifted, he's one of the finest, you know, gifts that God has given to our generation. And I yes, yeah, celebrate, celebrate. And I, I say that with a lot of uh because you know, you can, there are different ways he could do church. There are different ways he could choose to do church. But I tell you, there is the way to do it. Jesus said, go make disciples. He said, go make disciples. Matthew 28, 19. He said, go make disciples of the nation so <laughs> the real work of ministry is making disciples and if it says to make disciples it means it's a process it's not a program it's a programming it's not an event <laughs> we do programs in order to begin the programming you didn't get me. We do events in order to pull people in so that we can start them on the journey. Jesus, that's what he did. That's one of the ways he chose his disciples. He, he did a program. Ayah. Luke chapter 5. He did a program. And in that program, there were miracles. After we are done with miracles, you better sit down and learn the principles. Because if you leave Ayak, can we go there? Okay, so he said, go make disciples of all nations. So it's a process. And Jesus is about process. He's about making you. I said he's about making you. For whatever reason, you are in this room today. Yesterday, today, and you're, you're staying in God's presence. I mean, these are things that it's not very common with this generation. I mean, remember those days when we grew up, the deeper life Easter retreat, the Assemblies of God Easter retreat. How many of you were born then? Oh, okay. Some of you sounded like Greek. Don't worry. Easter, where, you know, we all go to. A time came where everybody, the church will give you holiday on Easter. Now. Because just people are busy, they're traveling everywhere. So when my friend told me he's, he's keeping his folks for three days, I said, this man, you see, eh, you can be touched as a king, but you can't be touched as a priest. Yeah. You didn't get me. When we do king stuff, we, we are all together. We are, but when it comes to our priesthood, when we get dirty, forget the ties and the shoes and the English and the social media, there is something that makes us who we are. When the Babalawo puts his hand in a particular in a particular solution or sheet for five days and brings out that hand, you know that hand is no more the hand of a man. 
what we are supposed to be where you cook yourself in God's presence that when you come out of it you cook yourself in prayer you shut down social media and you shut down distractions because this is the most distracted generation we can't hold your attention we have to do so much for you to concentrate easily bored that's why you are boring sorry I'm talking about that generation no you I get what I'm saying we must come to a place where we have staying power we must have track record to break record you must have the power to stay to wait what are you waiting for I don't know I'm waiting can you wait can you die without prayer points Lord Jesus, Father, Father, kill them, kill them. Can, can you, can you just, can you wake up in the morning and just be, and just enjoy fellowship, and just know him, and say, God, what's in there your mind today? I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. From the depths of my heart, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. And I say, I love you, Lord. From the bottom of my heart, I love you, Lord. Yes, I say, I love you, Lord. Here I am, lifting my hand to you and here I am I'm giving you thanks for all you do and as I pray I worship your holy name and you are here Here we are, lifting our hands, lifting our hands to and here I am, giving you thanks, giving you thanks for all you do as we pray and worship your holy You are good, you are kind, 
solutions we have options did you hear what I said you don't have to be born again to make money you don't have to be born again to get married you don't have to be born again to be successful in certain ways we have options but listen this is not about solutions. This is about a person. Those who come to him must believe that he is. Your faith, the, the first ayaka, the main focus of your faith is a person. If you came to him to get your problem solved, you know about him the day he doesn't solve your problem you look for options but if you came to him for him 
<laughs> Even after solving your problems, Luke chapter 5. Even after solving your problem, listen, some of you, all you are waiting for now is to go to a country where everything works and you lose your faith. All you need now to lose your, this drama we are doing is the condition that is making you like this. You are praying because Nigeria is bad. You need power. You need, you need support. You need investors. If we put you in a system, if we put you in a place where all things, everything is working, what would be your prayer point? Would you have a prayer life in an environment where life is working? Will you? So if prayer for you is all about petition, when your petitions are met, nothing is left of your prayer life. Petition is just one aspect of prayer. Prayer begins with communion, fellowship. Prayer is meant to transform you before it transforms the things around you. to verse, maybe verse verse 5 after he preached with Peter's boat and he said cast your net and Simon answered and all of that told all night, nothing at your word will let down the net, the next verse and they, and when they had done this they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking and so, ah, God help me so the signal to their partners and, the, and all of that, they came and filled the boat so that they began to sink. Now, this was a guy who didn't know Jesus personally. This was a guy whose brother or somebody said, come on, the master needs your boat. He was having a bad business day. How many of you can still give God your boat when business is bad? That's a preaching for another day. Peter was going home that day to tell the wife nothing happened today. He had, he had toiled all night. Nothing happened. He was going home angry. How many of you can give God a seed angry? You can give God a seed. When, you know, said, let me go and make money. I will now show Pastor Dami that these kings, we are the kings. We, are the, yeah, we, are, we have the key to this kingdom he's talking about. You want to impress God. You want to go and make money. You. And sponsor the kingdom, you. <laughs> so we say we are the sponsors of this church. Tight sponsor. You can't sponsor this kingdom. It's an eternal kingdom. 
it was there before you ever thought of you thought you ever knew your, your skill set you sponsor the kingdom when some people are bragging Jesus said there's a fish that has coin in his mouth just go and get it you <laughs> so when you give give humbly don't give and become problem to the church they didn't have AC I installed all the AC uh-huh. it's not just giving there's a way to give put back my scriptures what happened so they, they did all of that put back that, that scripture yeah that's great so began to sink the next verse. Korabah. When Simon saw it. This guy just had a miracle. When he saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet. He said, depart from me. I'm a sinful man. What's the correlation? Eh? Between just having a miracle like this. What sin did you commit here? That is to tell you miracles attract. But the real thing, listen, you can, we, can have, we can have a great mighty miracle service until you have an encounter with Jesus. Miracles don't change people. Though. That yesterday you said, now do you believe it? I said miracles don't change people. Miracles can attract. Miracle can bring you to a place of wonder. But there, miracle is a tool. It's not the end. It's a means to an end. Miracles don't change people. Sir, a whole nation, they saw God hold up water on two sides, created Julius Beggar, and they walked past at night. They were chilling. They were taking selfies. They saw water stand through the night, and they got to the other side. You don't get it. That's a movie in our generation. That is, that, what else can you describe that like? They went, you're talking about miracle. They showed up on the other side. They saw God close the water and all of it, Pharaoh's army drowned in that. They saw it. You've not seen miracle. These guys, a couple of weeks or days later, they say we are going back. No, going back to where? Should God open this water again? How? If you begin to minister on miracles, eh? That's how they'll be going, coming, going, coming, going, coming. Because they'll be waiting for the next miracle. We don't build ministries on miracles. Miracles are to attract the world. The kingdom of God is like a dragnet. You bring them in, then you now sit down. I said, okay, take your paper, take notes. Sit down, lock that door. Retreat. Yes, sir. So, so, they said, they said, we want to go back. We want to go and eat garlic and cucumber. Like if it was sweet then. The things people will do under pressure immature Christians that's why 
the land they should have entered 12, 13 days. It took 40 years. Why? <laughs> it takes that long to reprogram. They left Egypt. Egypt was still in them. You have to, you have to de Egyptize them. So what we have right now in some of part of our country and all the called churches, they are just elevated shrines. So people who came out of different demonic whatever, they come to they found a they found a reason to make Jesus like another shrine. Another place where people just come and Jesus is do it for me, do it for me. And you use almost the same language and the same way you are cursing out people. You are doing it in the kingdom. You have no idea of the kingdom you become part of. I'm trying to tell you guys you are in the right place. I'm trying to tell you guys any pastor that insists that you sit down and learn. You sit down and pray. You sit down and study the word for yourself. You sit down and you, 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 you ah, yakuvalata. did you know that manna ceased the day that they stepped into past Gilgal. They were circumcised on the Gilgal, which means that generation, all they knew was manna. The meaning of manna is what is this? For years they were asking, what is this? We don't understand. What is this? Pastor Dami, just, just do. We don't understand. No, no, no. Your pastor must bring you into the workings of what he's working in. what retreats do. There are things we can't preach on Sunday because it's dragnet service. You didn't get that. He has to sound a particular way for social media and, and just, you know, look good. So that it's for attraction. Attraction is good. But here we can slap you. You're laughing. So if you slap you now, you leave. So who is he? I've slapped somebody before in church. Physical slap. What are you talking? He's still born again. He's loving the Lord. That slap helped him. His score is set. If you were one of Jesus, if you were Peter, and your pastor looked at you and said, get deep behind me, Satan. He said, this is some verbal abuse. Can you imagine? Pastor Dami calls me Satan. I emotionally... spat in someone's eyes. You, you don't understand. So what, what, was, what, what was Peter thinking? When Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. He didn't say, get behind me, Satan in Peter. He called, it's we that are helping Peter to say he was not talking to you, he's talking to the Satan in you. But the way they wrote it is, get thee behind me, Satan. Can you handle correction? Can you handle it? The reason why we are losing a lot of believers, especially in the entertainment space, some of these people who God has opened up, is that they have, they have gone into those spaces thinking it's all about just being a celebrity. You must have somebody who sits you down and says, you can't dress like this. 
talking like this. You represent us. You think taking that entertainment space is all about gift and skill? Before you know it, Discipleship that's why you are sleeping and say, Can't you pray a little longer? Your master is about to be taken, you are snoring. So, you have company in the Bible, don't worry. Those of you who sleep, yeah, just amen. Those, 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 don't worry, Peter. But there will always come back a time when, when, it, when Jesus will look you in the eyes and say, Peter, lovest thou me more than this. We look at you and say, come on, you are still the person I've chosen. You stay through the process. You know, some people say, Peter denied Jesus. Peter, why, how will Peter deny Jesus? The other 11, where were they? There was somebody to deny. At least 10, 10 ran away because John was around. John was around. John was around, but he was not talking. He's <laughs> better have you. I'm writing, I'm recording. I'm taking John now. Peter, because of his sanguine self, who called Come on, sorry. There was a Peter to deny Jesus. The other people who have entered night bus to their village. <laughs> if you're not Igbo, you don't understand night bus. They've, 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 they've disappeared. They've changed their name on social media, everything. was a Peter to deny. You see, that's why whatever you do, be, don't, don't leave church because you're having issues in your life. Jesus, some people, let me, let, I'm really in a situation right now. Let me just leave church when I'm, when I'm in a better place. Uh, better place. <laughs> when, when I'm in a better place, when I'm in a better place, I'll be back. I'm not really in the right place. <laughs> you will be no place. No place. Let, let me go and fix myself right now. Listen to me. Fix yourself in the house. Ah! Did you hear about the potter's house? Ah, yeah, daka, daka. There were two or three things about that clay. Number one, the clay was in the potter's house. You hear what I'm saying? The clay was in the potter's house. The location of that clay, even though it was murdered, was Potter's house. Church is not a church whose lives are okay. Look at all of you now. If we if we begin to deal with you on any level, we're wondering why you came to this church. See how cool you are looking. <laughs> I pastored for 15 years, I understand. It's not a gathering of people who have it all together. But we choose to be together. Yeah. It's not only your pastor that no rhyme. Oh, this one. Yeah, do, do this one. We don't have it all together, but we choose to be together. So I'm leaving this church now. Because you know, this church, this church is really, I'm, I mean, they, they just claim their kings. And, what's that their song that you even sing? Grace, grace, grace. What's that one? Grace, grace. Oh. 
don't see all these young people that don't even, they don't, they don't even have respect for anybody. Usher did not greet me. You came all the way to be greeted by Usher. You didn't bring your greeting. You left church because somebody offended you. Ah. Listen. Offense is an event. Offended is a decision. There was no promise that you will not be offended. Or that nobody will offend you. There was there's no scriptural basis to believe. If you go to a church where nobody offends anybody. If you go, to, if you find a church in this Lagos where everybody's nice, nobody, everybody. You see these ushers, if you meet them on Tuesday, in their real <laughs> other paper they are carrying, they put the paper around and deal with you. Not ushers in this church. Mm. But what I'm trying to say, if you find that kind of church where nobody, everybody's nice, they sang you a nice song upon entry. You know that nice composed song for we we, sang, we we wrote a song for you this Sunday morning and we're so excited to have you. We love you. And I, calm down. Wait for three months. So one guy come and borrows money, borrow money from you. Why do people run around? You see. Uh, brother you know just in three months in two i just have this deal i need to close right now you know i just thought of no other i just i, I borrow from you borrow from sister borrow from brother borrow from why why do people run around okay i thought it's only in my church it used to happen only in my church. Oh, you now see, you know, you now see one, one brother, loving brother of the Lord. 10 p.m. one night he will call you or text you. I say, where are you now? Now I'm on the tree. They're texting his sister by 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Where should she be? No, she's she's in River Niger going to River Benue. What are you wearing now? I'm wearing Agbada. How are what part of your bed are you sleeping on? No, I'm sleeping your head. Send me a picture now, your father. What's that? In church. So if you go to any church where nobody, everybody is fine, please, I give you an advice. Don't join that church. Because if you join that church, you will corrupt it. <laughs> once you see a church that is perfect, don't join it. Because once you join it, Because you, you are looking for a perfect. Where, how did we get here? I 
you getting this? Are you understand what we're saying? Yes. So Peter says that. And then the next verse. Go back there. So this is about this is about a walk with God. This is about a personal journey. Depart from me and all that. The next verse was was for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of the fish which they had taken. Verse 10. And so were all of those people and all that. Look at that. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now, from now, you will catch men. The next verse. Glory to God. So when they had brought their boats to the land, Read that last line. They forsook all. What, what was happening in the mind of a Peter? He had transitioned from just desiring all to wanting to follow a man. Discipleship is about following Jesus. If you join this church because it's the nicest church in the city, <laughs> you will grow old together. You'll be growing. You'll be growing. Now, there won't be young people again. And different things will happen. You, the ministry will go through its season. If all the reason why you join is that it's the happening church right now. Let me bust your bubble. There'll be many more happening churches that will come because God is still raising people. I get what I'm saying. You are not the move of God. You are part of the move. Say, Kings, there's no, there's, there's no other church like Kings. There's no other manifold. Yes, there. I understand what you mean. But I'm trying to say that you are just a part of a whole. So you do what you need to do. What I'm, what I'm trying to say, if you, if, you didn't, if you didn't come here because you're looking for Jesus, you'll be distracted. You will be offended. You have a reason to feel, ah, why did they choose this one into leadership and they didn't choose me? Hmm? This, this, what's that her name? This lady. Elia Hayamaka. Uche. Uche. You see, I know her name, but under the unction, I forgot it. Uche. You see? This Uche. Every time. Don't they see, do they, what is it in this Uche? Why is it Uche? open up your minds right now. The things you think. Why? Why? That's why in this immersion, your mind must be renewed. Your mind must be renewed. Your head must be underwater. you know how church used to be where you're coming from this one is a different church you submit to the spirit of the house that's immersion so Jesus says follow me follow me and I will make you there's a making process Submit to that process. So I was saying about the about, about the 
about the clay. The clay was in the potter's house. They didn't leave the potter's house. The clay, even though it was murdered, was in the potter's hands. Oh, talk to me right now. God can identify with murdered clay. <laughs> God doesn't throw away murdered people. People who have issues. No, no, no. The clay was in the potter's house. And it was in the potter's hands. Don't worry. If you are in the hands of the potter, it doesn't matter how murdered you are. It's a matter of time. If you stay long enough, the Bible says he took it and made it into another. You didn't get it. It was the same it that he took. He didn't go to take another to make another. He took the same murdered, messed up, gallop and disabled, diarrhea sonny. He took out the same it. You are usable in spite of the issues in your life. That's what discipleship does. Takes, takes, takes you in your temperament, your idiosyncrasies, your issues, your baggages. It takes it and makes it. Malupayana masaka. I surrender the to you. Everything I give to you, I surrender, I surrender all to you. Everything, everything I give to you, withhold nothing. Yes, I give myself away so carelessly. My life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself to you. Jesus. 
and as you follow him you're becoming you're becoming you're becoming so he said to Peter said to the disciples follow me and I will make you the promise is a promise of a process of becoming I will make you as a fruit of the spirit is developed as a gift of the spirit is developed as you walk with him he's making you Yes, that's the sound. Step by step, step by step, you lead me. I will follow you all of the day. Make that commitment again. Step by step, step by step, you lead me. Everyone in this Makatala Bratala Bosch Isato Robazikata Rabasakataha Inchasederida Marada Rada Bakatalaha Sika Paradestekeriada Bratalabaha Come on in the name of Jesus Supriakataha Inchasketele Rasakatalabaha It is a making process that processes are by the Spirit of God Lika Palabostekerianda Brata Don't be distracted, pressing by the Spirit of the Living God, pressing by the Spirit of the Living God.
I sense the Lord wants us to pray for the next 10 minutes and I'll just take you on a journey. Are you ready? Are you ready? There were three major accounts of Jesus' prayer life. He had a prayer life. But there were three major accounts of his prayer life. And I want us to pray into those three dimensions Jesus prayed into. In those three recorded events of his prayer life. The first was at the baptism. In Luke chapter 3. I want to put up the scripture. You can sit guys for a bit. I'll just establish something then. Except you feel like standing. Luke chapter 3. Glory to God. Lopadi deshtakadala. Koraba ketele boshtakadia. Luke 3 verse 21. The Bible says when all the people were baptized. When all the people were baptized. It came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. Listen. This immersion thing is not just a church thing. Hear me and hear me good. People are getting baptized into different things. I hope you know immerse. To baptize means to immerse. People are being baptized into crazy ideologies. We live in a, wo- in a world of immersions. You will only be strong for the God you have been immersed into. You didn't hear what I said. Crazy ideologies everywhere. There's even a belief. There's even an there's even a religion that tells that says we don't believe in anything. That's our religion. So immersions are going on. The Bible says all the people were being baptized. Immersions are going on. Listen to me. You have been called into this kingdom and you must be baptized into it. That's why that not be at your ankle. You must be buried into it. If you're ready to do God, do God. Let's drown in him. Let's drown in him. He is not. He is the way. You didn't hear what I said. I said he's not a way. He is the way. That thing says that when you begin to journey with him. Even if it looks like you don't know where you're headed. And where you're going. Because he is the way. You didn't get me. He is not. Listen. He is the. He is the. He is the of that journey is the destination of that journey our destination is not a job our destination is not marriage our destination is not career our destination is not any of those things our destination is a person that he may be conformed to the main image of the son are you hearing what I'm saying we started in him we end in him are you hearing what I'm saying he is the way the thing about our journey is that you started as as a messed up person but you end up as a mature Christian every day there's a version of you that emerges you evolve into a new person by virtue of this immersion so every tongue you speak is changing your form every prayer am I talking to somebody in here it is very difficult when you're pressing into something Ashanti, Ashanti, Goto. 
been baptized. If Jesus went through baptism, you must be baptized too. <laughs> That's why when you come into a church like this, submit to the baptism of the house. There are three baptisms at least mentioned. Baptism in the spirit, baptism in water, and baptism into the body. Some people have been baptized in the spirit. They speak in tongues. Some people have been baptized in water. They've been dipped in water, but they have not been baptized into the body. Actively. They don't belong to any church. They don't belong in, they're not accountable anywhere. If Jesus joined a baptismal class when he went to his church, and went through class and stood on the queue and didn't jump it. You didn't hear what I said. If Jesus came into a church where he's God and he submitted to the process of that church, he was the one who filled his pastor with the Holy Ghost. You didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear that. I said he was the one okay, who filled his pastor in the Holy Ghost. When his pastor saw him, his pastor leaped. Both of them greeted themselves. I get what I'm saying. His pastor did not even know what he was carrying inside of him because John said, I don't know the person. But when I see the spirit rest upon that person, I'll tell you. So there's some of you here. You came in anonymous. You came and nobody knows you. That's the, the sword light of heaven is about to rest upon you. You are going to do great things for the kingdom of God. Jesus joined that class and he went through baptismal class and when he got to his pastor I hope you know Jesus had a pastor John the Baptist was his pastor all these people that say no I, I have a personal work with God I don't need a church you don't understand Jesus baptized him baptized him he went through the classes went through discipleship went through all the courses he says suffice to be so for now can you handle being in a church where, where it looks like your spiritual experience is higher than everybody? It's part of your baptism. It's part of your immersion. When they asked Jesus, where is your authority from? He said, go and ask John the Baptist. Fear, don't marry any man that does not have a spiritual cover over his head. Don't marry him. He's a monster. The reason is the day he gets ready to beat you, there will be no body to run to. I was so angry last Sunday. I didn't know about that story. If I knew, I would have spent 30 minutes of my time. I only knew it after Sunday. How did a man beat his wife to death? God is highlighting something. We'll come to that later. But Jesus was baptized. But this is what happened. Part of the process of being baptized, one of the things we do in this immersion process is that we must understand what Jesus did. What the Bible says, and while, talk, read with me, and while he, what was he doing? He was praying. Prayer brought him into an immersion. Prayer brought him into a depth in God. Whilst he prayed, the heavens were opened. Listen to me. The first prayer we're praying tonight or this morning is in the name of Jesus. A baptized 
into a new dimension of who you are and let the heavens be open over me. I come into a baptism into the calling of God upon my life. I come into a baptism in Darimasaka into what you're doing in my life. Stand to your feet and let's pray. Let the heavens be opened. Let the heavens be opened over you by the spirit of the living God. Somebody pray. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, a fresh baptism in the place of prayer. Uh, like a dove and the voice came from heaven I can't go into that but this is what that voice said this was the 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 the, the end point of that prayer encounter you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased which means pastor Dami this dimension of prayer brings you to an immersion into your identity I get what I'm saying oh come on did you get what I just said so for by the time Jesus came out of that water heaven he he was settled in who he was he was settled I, I, I am not just I'm not just a medical doctor I'm a son of the living God I'm not just I'm not just an IT person I'm a son there's an identity there's a place where prayer settles your identity I hear someone I'm saying say oh open up your mouth in two minutes uh, and you know declare who you are declare your identity in God uh, I am the son of the living God uh, my identity is settled in Christ my identity is settled in God my identity I'm immersed into Christ. My identity is settled in Him. There's an identity my culture brought to me. There's an identity my past brought to me. There's an identity that in my background brought to me. Today, in the name of Jesus, I rise above. This is my beloved Son. A pinnacle of prayer. There's an identity crisis in this room. May you come into that identity in Christ. In the place of prayer, we come into it. Luke chapter 9, the second prayer. Luke chapter 9, verse 27. This was at the transfiguration. This was another recorded prayer. So the first dimension of prayer immerses you into your identity. This is my beloved son. But there's another prayer Jesus prayed at another season of his life. But I tell you, look from I tell you, there are some of you standing here who shall not see that till you see the kingdom of God. The next verse, verse 28. Glory to God. Now it came to pass about, the, about after these sayings that he took it 
Peter, John and James and went up onto the mountain to do what? To do what? There are meetings, there are prayer meetings and all we do is pray. They went up to the mountain to pray. The next verse. Okay, can we, can we read that together? As he prayed. I love that. So you don't pray until you pray. You don't, you, you pray, you have to pray to pray. Whilst he prayed, as he prayed, as he prays, something happened. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white. So there's a prayer that births you into identity, but there's a prayer that births you into a prayer that brings about transformation, transfiguration. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That that's a kind of prayer where you build up yourself, where by the time you are done praying, habits fall off. You didn't hear me. By the time you are done praying, you used to be very angry, but you pray to a level where the things you used to be angry and the people you used to be angry at, you just begin to fall off. Are you listening? Prayer is not just for it's not just for God to meet your need. Prayer is for God to transform you and you can change form in the place of prayer. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Whatever form you are in now, you don't want to remain in. Whatever represents your form right now, that is what you are shaped. You want to be altered in your look. It's like Superman. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I give you two minutes, sir, to say, Lord, I, I present a new dimension of myself now. As I pray, my face is altered. As I pray, transfiguration is happening. As I pray, metamorphosis is happening. Somebody pray.
house. I don't know how president before. Look at the next verse quickly, quickly. And they also met to approach him, Moses and Elijah. We can't come to that. And when they approached him, glory and spoke to him about his disease. Go, disease, go on. The next verse. Ah, Peter, Peter again. You know what Peter did and all that. Go on the next verse. Go Rabashaka. Then it happened. Let's make tabernacles here and all that. Now, now this is not a, there's a trans, if you go to another rendition of this, it talks about where God came and spoke and said, This is my beloved son. Because of time, we can't go there. Hear ye him. If you find that, there's another rendition of this same story. But the fact that he was transfigured, but the, the Bible says, God said, God went beyond what he said at Jordan. And God now said, Hear ye him. Which means at Jordan, it was identity. At the mountain of transfiguration, it was authority. There's a realm of immersion where you come out of it. Situations will hear you. Your job will hear you. I go back to Sebi to do that mission. Somebody says, Isa is not here. No matter how much responses you process in your life, I go to you right now in the place of this immersion. I go back and demons hear you. I go back and circumstances hear you. But I change from the place of operations right now. Change from the place of authority. Change circumstances right now. Help us, Lord. Change circumstances right now. In Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 26 from verse 38 and would close. Matthew 26, 38. Is somebody getting blessed by this? Say I'm immersed. Say I'm immersed into this river. Say my identity is secured. My authority is secured. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful. This was at Gethsemane. My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch with me. The next verse. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will. <laughs> not my will, but as you will. We know how he prayed at Gethsemane. The Bible says he prayed to the point where his sweat was like blood. This kind of prayer is a prayer that launches you into your responsibility. Because it was after he prayed this prayer, I hope you know he didn't just come to heal the sick. He didn't just come to do the miracles he came to do. He came to go to the cross. So this was just before he was entering his greatest responsibility to pay for our sins and to be resurrected. There's a kind of prayer that launches you into your ministry. Launches you into your real assignments. The kind of prayer that launches you into that place where you where you become one with what God has called you to do. And that prayer is a prayer of consecration. It's a prayer where you say, not my will. This prayer is not, Lord, give me money. It's, Lord, not my will. This prayer is not a prayer of, Lord, give me husband. It's, Lord, not my will. Lord, I'll do what you want me to do. Lord, I'll go where you want me to go. You see, there's a level of immersion you come into. You don't have a personal agenda any longer. Lord, wherever you want to go, go with me. Whatever you want to do, do with me. I give you two minutes to pray that prayer. That's the last prayer you were praying. I said, Lord, I'm coming into that. There's some people who will never handle great wealth. Who will never handle great responsibility. Who will never handle great assignments in God until they pray this prayer of surrender. This prayer of the 
God. He said yes to your mission. He said yes to all of your authority, to be who you want to be, to follow him all of the days of your life. He said imagine to have fulfilled his assignment. So whatever he asks you to do as a sign of that emotion, he hears you to dance, he hears you to shout, he causes you to say yes to run for this Lord, he hears you to scream, he hears you to laugh when you shout this yes Lord, this is whatever he asks you to do, it's a sign of emotion, not your hands everybody, appears loudly as you can, when the shout of this Lord is ready, the devil will come to make the stop, he says you measure your prayer life, you start to another level, you speak life, you start to another level, you talk with money, you start to another level, this whatever he asks you to do, when you get this Lord, you shout yes Lord, why? Because you pray seven years Lord. assignment in the kingdom I saw you like a mother hen and, and you, you have a grace to cover you have a grace to nurture you have a grace to to you know help a generation through transition and the Lord is saying he's enlarging your capacity to be a mother in the kingdom for God has called you to, to, to cover. He has called you to nurture. He has called you to cover. And by this anointing, you're receiving resources beyond what you have ever known to come into that ministry because you will house many, you will raise many, you will, you will, you, 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 your home will be like a transition home. Fire! By the Spirit of the living God. I see the Lord raise up out of this house people who will become the model for for 
priesthood you are known as kings but you'll be people will follow you into the presence of God there, there, there will be something about the, the quality of people God raised God will raise from this house and I say this with a great sense of responsibility to almost be like <laughs> one to ten you know you, there's, a, there's a person you meet you know that person is a quality person that person can literally I, I call them choice souls so when Jesus spoke to the woman at the well she was one ratio a city Ayah. so talking to her was God could depend on a conversation with that woman because an encounter with that woman is the salvation of a city that's the quality of people I see come out of this house that the encounters the training the discipleship you're having in this house under this grace you will pull entire sectors into the kingdom you'll be captains of industry am I talking to somebody in here never see yourself as ordinary Pastor Dami the Lord is saying I see what you do with this discipleship don't stop don't stop because these ones will become as David are you serious one of them shall be like a nation the capacity of your people will be so God will trust your people with with territories because of this process never stop it whoever can go through this process is not designed for this ministry because this ministry is a making ministry Samuel was anointed to teach kings the behavior of royalty so even though Saul was anointed he didn't have the behavior your pastor is designed to teach you the behavior of royalty I honor you and the work you do here it's a new season thanks for having me Gideon has to run but can we celebrate can we celebrate him can we let him know that we appreciate all the people that he has poured forth his presence into this world celebrate the grace of God raise your hands to God and thank him for what you have received thank him thank him thank him let the praise rise out of your belly let the praise rise out of your belly offer him the fruit of your lips and say God I thank you thank you for light thank you for clarity thank you for direction thank you for activation thank you for deposits of grace thank you for impartation now let your praise be muffled bring it forth praise him praise him
vaporize like water God says this oil is here to stay it's here to stay you will not lose the fire you will not lose the oil you will not lose the consecration you will not lose the dedication my right side your left side of the hall and what I see somebody falling and rising falling and rising falling and rising and God says now you will stand now you will stand not only will you stand you will grow not only will you grow you will help others grow I see stones becoming mountains. I see stones becoming mountains. He started as an individual. He's going to end as a nation. Look, look, Jesus, Abraham. I called him alone. He the Lord is taking nations out of individuals. He's breaking communities. He's breaking expanded territories. He's breaking maniacal views about you. Visitations of grace and glory.
and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.